2: itunes or wherever you get your podcasts game day the appendix Welcome along to The Appendix with me, Danny Kelly, Sean Derry and Tom Rennie. You know how this works. A game Day, the record book, is a great podcast, but we can't get everything we want to, all the little bits of gritty stories, into the main podcast. The Appendix is our chance to fire them all into a massive pile. Myself and Tom have got several stories you want to bring your attention to um, and Sean Derry, who's come up with no stories, will respond <laughs> to them. Now you've been building up t- Are you going to do your big one first, Tom? Are you going to say- I've got to tell you, show you my big one
0: because yeah. As as soon as I saw this in the paper two or three days ago, I thought, I've got to bring this up with Danny uh, when we record the program. Uh, FIFA could replace linesman with VAR as pro-technology president Gianni Infantino introduces a new department at FIFA in a bid to increase technology's influence in football. And the linesman's role has been identified
2: as a potential area where we can get rid of people and bring in robots. And you know that has been my long-term This is policy. your thing. For the last 10 years, I have worked and chiselled and demanded and screamed till I'm blue in the face, get rid of these people and their human frailties, uh, uh, drones for referees and some kind of, like in greyhound racing, when, they're, when they're, they're, well, their hair goes up and down on a rail, <laughs> <laughs> some kind of linesman on a rail um, I'm looking for a linesperson I'm not I'm not biased about what kind of robot we have but let's do that I'm, I'm very happy with that can
3: I extend that yes please can that be in League 1 and
0: League 2 as well oh we can't afford robots no, there you get a tractor need... No, you no. a bloke on a tractor with binoculars in League 1 and 2
3: having worked in League 1 and League 2 please I would love to see a robot going up and down is Twitch the officials line. terrible they are so bad it is <laughs> absolutely incredible so uh, bad I'm glad to hear that but in
2: the Premier
0: League you'd get like the Terminator or you'd get the cool robot in Wally not Wally the other one the kind of one There's that some it, it absorbs, absorbs the plant that one she uh, got a name I think she has I can't remember it but what you'll get is like Johnny Five <laughs> and you'll need to oil the, the tracks as he goes and it'll be like
2: the striker
0: is upside.
2: <laughs> bigly, 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 etc. Um, let me tell you about uh, one of the most beautiful things happened this weekend. The very, 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 very early rounds of the FA Cup happened. Um, it oh, off- really? Absolutely. It gets, it gets earlier and earlier and earlier as more teams reach the standard which allows you to enter. Uh, there was a game which finished FC Romania 3, Wear 3. So there's going to be a replay in that game. And I wanted to draw your attention to FC Romania. They were started in 2006 as a Sunday, literally a Sunday morning pub team. 2006, by a man called Ion Vintila. He's and the team is so called because it is made up almost entirely of Romanian immigrants into this country. Right. They have won league after league after league after league in the remaining 13 years. They now find themselves in the Isthmian League, South Central Division, and qualified to play in the FA Cup qualifying rounds. Three-all draw with but Just, as I say, 13 years after being a pub team, having a kickabout in Romanian. So, love them. Absolutely uh, Also, um, well done to Jamie Hamilton. Got sent off this weekend against Motherwell. Playing for? Hamilton's so gotta be I, isn't it? surely? I, he's the first, surely, one of the first footballers with the same name as his club <laughs> to get sent off. Now you could play for Derry. A the league have of Ireland, time, Danny, and you almost certainly get sent off. <laughs> Jamie Hamilton sent off in a three-one <laughs> defeat to Motherwell. Um, uh, one more from you, please. Um, I'm sure we're all been watching the career of Lee Catamol. Oh, um,
0: the master! Well, did you see uh, that Lee Catamol has finally left Sunderland and he has joined VVV Venlo? Yes. Um, and in his very first game in the Eredivisie, his very first tackle would you believe was a foul uh-huh. and in that very first tackle which was his very first foul he got his very first yellow card oh, ladies
2: and gentlemen the catamole carrying Lee on
0: Lee has been in Holland for 20 minutes and is already yellow carded
3: um uh, I, I, I one guarantee when you yeah. play against Lee Catamol <laughs> is that either I was going to get booked or yeah. he was going to get booked. Were well, you a better player than Lee? No, I've got to say, I've got to say Lee. He
1: was really good when I, he was I 20 I think or
3: Lee's
0: so. A
2: good player. When he was next to Mark Noble <laughs> <Okay>.
0: <laughs> for the under 20, <laughs> 20 <fans. laughs>
2: Um let me just give you a story from uh, most of you who know me know that I've uh, now live in the Republic of Ireland where professional football is a farce. Um, The games are poorly attended and there's an awful lot of stuff that goes on. This week the Irish press um, have come up with a fantastic thing. Um, The league champions in Ireland get the princely sum for winning the title of £110,000. Bear that figure in mind when I tell you what's next. Meanwhile, the football authorities in Ireland have seen fit to take on a consultant to tell them how to organise a charity walk. Johnny Giles Foundation... Um, and a guy was employed to see how we can raise money for some foundation to do something or other uh, very good. And what he came up with is people could walk and people could sponsor them. So he invented, reinvented the charity walk. So, champions in the League of Ireland, £110,000. Man who tells them do a charity walk, 300 grand. <laughs> 300 grand for the work. Well done, sir. Nice work if you couldn't get it. Have you got any more? I've got so many more. Give um, me another one. So I'm sure
0: many of you were watching uh, the Arsenal-Liverpool game on Saturday, but you may not have seen a man in the front row wearing the bruised banana shirt, which Arsenal have this season. Fantastic shirt. Uh, but of course they have signed David Luis mm. and they already have Matteo Guendouzi. Did you see that he had uh, Gwendo Luis on his back, <laughs> I saw this. coupled up with Hair Force One <laughs> as the number? But, uh, that's why I'm is so. Is that s- cool or is that awful? It's awful. Do you want to hug him or punch him? I don't know how to no, feel no, about we, it because no, it really
2: no. made me laugh. Uh, don't forget, I grew up in the 70s. Enough punching at football grounds. Thank Very you. But I'll leave that to Sean Derry. <laughs> that shouldn't be happening. All, Whenever all he all the sees terr- Catamol, run away. disappointed letting El Nenni go because he could have made a third person. Oh, for that that would have been fantastic. The hair bear bunch, wouldn't he? Should have been there. But it
0: lo- I really made me off. I admire it because that shirt would have cost about seventy quid. The now, printing's another twenty five. So it's hundred pounds
2: worth for one gag. Now this 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 next one is uh, since we were talking about hair. I mean, am I the only person who've noticed this? This, I mean, I can't be because this boy is in the England squad, so he's under tremendous scrutiny. What is going on with James Madison's parting? Now look, none of us in this room can talk too much about A hair. Savage parting, but, but James. James Madison's parting. I've seen, I've seen narrower cycle tracks. <laughs> it's, it's obviously deliberate. I mean, he's got loads of hair, but he's got this kind of superhighway down the, down the side of his head. Now, watch out, The next time you watch him, a, a parting used to be just the hair splitting apart. Then we saw Aaron Lennon um, bringing in a kind of shaved parting, which was about, oh, I suppose a millimetre wide, and he had them in his eyebrows as well, didn't he? But James Madison has decided no. I'm going to allow light aircraft to land on my
0: head. There's some and weird then... hair going on these days. Kieran Trippier's fringe was decided by a chemical spillage. <laughs> you know that's bizarre. That makes no sense to me. And what about we, Scott McTominay? who looks a little bit like it's 1992, but no one's invented we, hair gel yet.
3: We, we did also witness the the shenanigans going up in Newcastle with they seem to have just found dye at uh, Newcastle. I think
2: four of their players... with a it all on the top. Yeah. 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 I'd, I'd like a white dye. Just, that must have just See, come I, up north. I, I would like <laughs> to pretend, and I, I'd love to go into a kind of um, old man rant about, well, if they've got enough time to be having their hair done, then surely they've got enough time to practice taking corners so they can beat the first man on the near post. But... This has gone on since time immemorial. I remember um, speaking to Les Ferdinand, um, who you all know as well, so um, about the goings on. Yeah, of course, uh, we've played for all of our clubs. That's very nice. Um, about the goings on at Spurs when he signed for, signed for Spurs, and he revealed to me. Um, that the training sessions were, how can I put it, lax is the word I'd use, somewhere between non-existence and lax. And one of the absolutely obvious reasons for this was the manager, Terry Venables, (laughs) used to go and have his hair cut at midday every single day. The manager would have his hair cut every single day at midday. I I I'm, I presume he's up to something else something nefarious yeah, but that's what he
0: told the players oh, it's great
2: isn't it some of these a... old these, these old stories you know mm-hmm.
3: these are these are just the best these it's like that one so um,
0: there was one recently that Harry Redknapp told about like West Ham were playing Man United at Old Trafford and they were about to walk out and he was like Harry come in here this is for Alex Ferguson I've done it cockney for some reason I won't do the accent <laughs> yeah. and he says Harry come in here come in here he's like what we're about to walk out and he's like no no I've got a race on, the 2.55, and you've got the racing post out, and they're in there watching the race. Well, the
2: two teams are walking out. Oh, fantastic. I love all that. And, of course, in the old days at Queen's Park Rangers, uh, South Africa Road, not Loftus Road, South Africa Road, there was a betting shop directly opposite the football ground, (laughs) and the man around the betting shop um, the, 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 of course Stan Bowles in the team at the time the legendary Stan Bowles very keen but the, it wasn't him who brought the bets the bets for the players were brought five minutes to three by Don <laughs> Givens the Republic of Ireland striker and he said I always knew because they had a linoleum floor clack 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 studs on a line
1: The Premier League All Access Podcast is proud to be brought to you by Ladbrokes The latest odds we set them form guides we've got them expert opinions we share them the best fans in the world deserve the best. Be match day ready before the whistle blows with Labrooks. Odds updates on TalkSport with Labrooks. Are you in? Let's go. Play at labrooks.com, 18+, be gambleaware.org. T's and C's apply.
4: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer.
2: I know. Thought, oh my God! He moved the people out of queue because he knew that Don had to kick off in four minutes' time. But he'd come with the bets.
3: Well, Danny, I played for Portsmouth away at Blackburn, and Steve Claridge was our temporary manager because Poulis had been sacked. So he picked himself to play in this game. And at half time, we was waiting for our manager to come and give the um, half time team talk. And he was watching the bets coming at half time.
2: <laughs> Seriously, we couldn't believe it. And, and he also told me that Martin O'Neill pulled him right up when he was managing him at Leicester because Claridge being Steve had a rickety old car there's nothing wrong with that you don't want to see a footballers driving around in Ferraris necessarily um, but Martin O'Neill said what are you going to do about your car and he said what do you mean have done your business and he said but your car is full of rolled up copies of the Racing Post and McDonald's cartons I mean the car was absolutely full of them Oh, Im- Unbelievable he had a
3: Porsche uh, one day and he had a brown Cavalier the next
2: <laughs> <laughs> and finally he told once again to Les Ferdinand, if you want to know how Lax Spurs training was at that time, he also told me um, that uh, he joined, the course, from Newcastle late in the transfer window. It's a lovely sort of August as they're getting into the training. The old Spurs training ground used to have a mound of grass in it. And he said he came out and said, I was all ready to go. Just a singlet and shorts on it was a very hot day. And Justin Edinburgh, the late lamented Justin Edinburgh, and Dean Austin, Spurs fullbacks at the time, were lying on the grass mound, stripped to just their shorts, with sunglasses on. And, Le- <laughs> and um, um, Les said, Morning, chaps, I've come to play and score goals for Tottenham Hotspur. What time does training start? And uh, <laughs> Justin said, Start 20 minutes ago, Les. <laughs> <laughs> And that, my friends, is the appendix, don't forget as well, the Game Day, the record book podcast with Tom, Sean and myself. We love your support and we'll do our best to bring you more of that quality of stuff every week.